Some of us might think about ourselves as being small and silly and not very good at things. But that's not self-forgetfulness either. Self-forgetfulness is about not having to think about ourselves at all very much. Um, and it's, it's because there are better things for us to look at. We're designed, created and called not to look inwards at ourselves all the time, but to look up to Jesus, get his life and his love, and to look out to the world around us and see who might need us to pass on his love and his life to them. And so taking our eyes off ourselves instead to look to Jesus. Um, there's a lot of reasons to do that. Jesus is the center of everything. He's the king of the universe, so it's a good idea to look at him. But the reason I'm going to look at in relation to self-forgetfulness is that it's such a relief and a joy to do that. And I, I feel like, um, like coming to Jesus, for me, can be a bit like going swimming in the sea. I don't know if anyone's been to the beach this year. Um, my favorite thing to do at the beach is to go swimming in the sea. But before I do that, there's this awkward bit where I am in a public place in a swimsuit, and that's not cool because I am a big fan of clothes, and I don't think that swimsuits count as clothing. And my overriding thought if I am in a swimsuit in a public place is, I didn't realize I had this much skin. And I might not have put a swimsuit on if I had. So there's that awkward bit before anything good happens. But then, if I decide to go for it and to go all the way across the sand, which is so big, and I finally get to the sea, even before I actually get, you know, properly submerged, like I can just put my toe in it, I suddenly, all that self-consciousness disappears. And it's not because I'm thinking, I must be self-forgetful. It's because the sea is so exciting, it's so cool, and as soon as I get near it, I'm like, wow, this is big, this is massive, it's so wet, it's got waves, I can swim in it, you can lift your feet off the bottom. And I'm not trying to be self-forgetful, I'm just enjoying being in the sea. And it's like that sometimes with Jesus, that beautiful shift from going in the world, thinking about ourselves, which can feel like a lot of pressure, kind of thinking about ourselves all the time, comparing ourselves, thinking, I should be better than I am, I need to be more than I am. Getting to Jesus can be like getting to the sea and leaving that behind us and just forgetting about that and enjoying Jesus, just enjoying being in his presence. I think that one reason Jesus wants us to grow self-forgetfulness is because it's so flipping helpful at loving other people. Because if I'm feeling super special and, and I think I'm better than other people, I might be not taking any notice if there's someone shy or scared or needing some, some comfort or some love. Um, they might be, you know, they're not as good as me. They're not my problem. And so I'm not going to be very good at loving people. But also, if I'm feeling small and silly and not good at anything, I might also not be very good at loving people because maybe I'm too shy to go and say hello to someone new. Or maybe I don't share what I'm good at with people because I don't think I'm good at anything. But when I hang out with Jesus, he rubs off all those lies off my heart and writes on the truth. So if I'm feeling small and silly, then he can remind me that I am created by him, I am loved by him, and he's made me good at lots of things. And if I'm getting a little bit above myself, he can sort that out too. 
we're going to um, uh, pray for each other. I'll pray by ourselves in a while. But um, before we get there, I just wanted to speak to those of us who might have been following Jesus for a while and might know all about the fruits of the Spirit. It's not the first time we've come across them. And we might have tried a few times to be more patient and to be more self-forgetful and to be more kind. And we've got somewhere, but we sort of plateaued and we don't really think, we're not, we're not holding out a whole lot of hope. And we've enjoyed this summer series, nice family-friendly series on fruit, lending itself to lots of funny games and all this kind of jazz. But we weren't really expecting anything to change. You know, we weren't actually expecting to become more patient or more self-controlled or, or anything else as a result of listening to all this. And I wonder whether God wants to give us our hope back when it comes to how much, how much potential we have to change and grow. And so before we pray, I wanted to bring us back to the source of that hope. And I think it's in the thing that we were learning about as grown-ups before we got onto the fruits of the Spirit. The thing that Jesus, well, one of the things that Jesus said to his friends the night before he died. And he said to them that he wanted them to stay stuck in him like branches stick to a tree. And he said that if we did that, we would grow fruit. Fruit that would last. Lots of fruit. But he... And remember, on this night, he is painfully aware of how bad humans are at growing fruit. That's why he's dying, because we're not good at this stuff. And he says to us, apart from me, you're right, you can't do anything. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> and, but then he says to us, in me, if you stay stuck in me, if you live in me, you won't just grow a little bit of fruit. You won't just transition from nothing to a little bit. You'll grow loads of fruit, fruit that will last. And he's weirdly confident about that, that being in him makes all the difference. Like he's, he's very confident. And, and why is that? Why does that make so much difference? And I think it's because whatever flows through the tree trunk, if Jesus is the tree trunk and we're the branches, whatever flows through the tree trunk will flow out through the branches. And Jesus, it doesn't take us long in the Gospels to find out that he lived and breathed the fruits of the Spirit. He was love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. In everything that he did, he was overflowing with it. And if he is overflowing with those things, those things will overflow into us. If we are the branches and Jesus is the tree trunk, that is, we just will grow those things. And so as we come and, and pray for each other or for ourselves now, there might be a particular fruit that, um, that you relate to or that you think you need or that you think you're failing at growing. And I would want to invite you not just to try harder to squeeze that fruit out of your finger ends, but to come to Jesus with your empty branches and to say, Jesus, I can't grow fruit by myself. Um, and I don't think he will be surprised by that. I think he will, he'll, um, yeah, I think he'll give us the help that we need. And so we're just going to have a couple of minutes now to either sit by yourself and, and, and take that to Jesus or to turn to those around us and, and pray um, that we might be in Jesus and that he might grow in us the fruits of the Spirit.